Yo, 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 welcome to another half eight cast on the 16th of February. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed their uh their Valentine's and uh their sweets and cakes and gifts or whatever the chocolate, whatever it is, y'all. I hope you all enjoyed it and you had a good a good time. You all made it back home safely. Without any issues or any problems, hopefully nobody broke up or was dumped. Because I remember that happening back. Christina Regan in third or fourth grade going to dump me on Valentine's Day. Something like that. Fifth grade. I can't remember. A long time ago. But Chrissy Pena now. I forget. Go dump me on Valentine's Day. You know who I am? Go dump me? The good old days, and used to date everybody at elementary school, middle school, right? High school. Endless. Endless. Um, but today, I want to go over a few things. Uh, I've meant to do a movie review for the Winnie, Winnie the Pooh and the Blood and Honey. Um, Ant Man Quantum Ant Man and the Quantum Mania comes out today. Uh, so I'll be going to go get Kennedy. We're gonna go see. We're gonna go see that real quick. I promised that to her, so that's gonna some something that we're gonna do today. But we're gonna be reviewing the Winnie the Pooh and Blood and Honey movie. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, to say the least, we're going to review the menu. Um, so, just to start, my expectations for Ant Man. I have, I, like I said, I truly hate when people spoil you things before you can even get a chance to see it. And even so, like whether people believe it or not, sometimes the opinion of others could slight people from going to see the movie so while these people who get an early screening while it's cool for you to see the movie early it's not really cool for you to come out and like trash the movie that hurts the sales of the movie it might take interest from the movie they should just shut their mouth until opening weekend you know so i keep seeing all these reviews and the movie's not that good and this and that and this and this and this and this whatever this is my expectation. Uh, uh, I'm expecting it's a Marvel movie. Amazing graphics, imagery. I'm expecting the good guy to win. I don't think this will be the final king. The king that we will see, there'll be multiple kings. King Dynasty, there's going to be multiple kings. I'm expecting um, groundwork to be laid for the future. For the future of Fantastic, for the future of the Kang Dynasty. So as long as those things are put down before me, I get my action, I get my good storytelling, I'm introduced to some new characters that I care about. Then remember, this was like the last movie that was being made with the Bob Iger guy, the last CEO who preferred qual who preferred quantity over quality. We went back to the former head of Marvel, and he's about quality over quantity. 
this movie is the last quality over quantity. After this, I believe the style of the way movies are shot and the way that we watch them will be back more aligned with like the Captain America 2, 3, that section where it was just like, yo, they was pumping out movie after movie. It was just like, whoa, like Captain America 2 and 3 was torch. Like, I mean, good gracious. Um, so that's my expectation. I'm going there again. People go in there and they're expecting to see, I, I don't know, it's a Marvel movie under the Disney brand. And unless Disney gonna write make a spin-off uh dark dark superhero uh brand to put it under. You're going to have to get a little bit of Disney in your movie. You're going to get the Disney. You're going to get the, the the cheesy ending and all that. It's cool, but it'll pay off. So I just didn't appreciate how people were so pressed a week ago to tell about the reviews for a movie that's going to ultimately hurt the sales of the movie. So I think if I was Marvel or Disney in general, um, if, you, if we do do pre-screeners, you can't talk about the movie like the reviews for ant-man is not good I, I haven't watched them but i could kind of you know read the titles on people's youtubes i refuse to watch it so i'm going there with zero expectation i'm expecting a decent movie and it's going to kick start what's coming next and again this is the last quality over quantity movie the last ceo was doing quality i mean quantity as many tv shows as many movies it was killing the the specialness of the, the, the movies, the, the time that they put into it. So this is the last one. So if this movie isn't great, that's okay. Because I know that we're going back to quality over quantity. So in the next movies coming, the Blade, the Fantastic Four, Guardians, even Guardians, even though that's still technically a part of the last CEO, I think James Gunn has the freedom to kind of do what he needs to do. Um, but I think after this movie, we should start picking up our quality of MCU movies again, which would be great. Let's get into uh, this movie here. I I don't even know where to start. I meant to give this to you last week. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not saying low-budget movies aren't good. I, if you keep seeing me adjust, it's because my hair is, like, on the back of the seat. Right? Annoying. Uh, now it's sitting up on top of the seat, and it's even more annoying. All right. Yeah, we're just going to have to do it. Um, so, <laughs> let me try to remember. So, basically, Christopher Robbins grew up with Eeyore, and I don't know what, it, they, I don't know if they talk about Tigger, but Eeyore, Piglet, and Winnie the Pooh. And like any child that grows up, eventually he goes, he grows up. He doesn't play with toys anymore. He went to school or whatever the case is. So in that time of leaving Winnie the Pooh and all the, and, and the leaving them, they were alone. They were hungry. Um, they became feral after they ate Eeyore. They had to make a, they had to make a choice. We either die or we eat our friend. By eating their friend, it made them turn into these humanoid. They look like people with a mask on. It's like me putting on my Moon Knight mask right now. That's basically what Winnie the Pooh and them look like. But apparently from eating some 
Eeyore, it changed them in a way where they became this right here. That's Piglet. That's Winnie the Pooh. Here's another funny picture. He was having that. He was after he killed somebody. He was over there eating honey and just the honey just dripping down his face. I just thought that was so funny. So basically, it's the, if the story follows, Christopher comes back with his girlfriend. He was like, "You don't believe me? I'm, I can't wait to let you meet Pooh and all this." And he gets back to Hundred Acres and it's all destroyed and decrepit. And he's like, "Yo, this isn't what you know. This isn't what." I was expecting she was like there's no way that winnie the pooh that you was telling about is real he's like he's real piglet eeyore and you end up seeing like eeyore's bones over in the corner because remember they ate him which made them crazy i don't know how they went from like little like an actual bear to a bear man and a piglet to a piglet person but uh i like no it's the funniest thing i've ever seen like um but the movie was horrible, okay? So I'm just tell you, if you want to go watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, just watch it for your fun, for fun. Like, don't go in there with expectations and thinking it's going to be... The movie sucks. It's poor, poor quality. I mean, it's very gory. Uh, I, I would like to give you more. There's not much to give. He basically kidnapped, finds Christopher Robbins, kills the girlfriend right in front of him. He's like, Winnie, please don't kill her. It's me. You don't remember me? It's Christopher Robin. I love you. I'm sorry for leaving you. And when he pulls like, and kills her, and has his ass chained up, like, uh, so then some girls come. It's almost like a Jason movie. Some girls come to the Hundred Acres, and he, him, and Piglet just going around brutalizing everybody, <laughs> brutalizing them, yo. Like they tried to kill. I think they killed Piglet. I think. But it's like, how do you kill Piglet if you couldn't kill Pooh? They like literally ran him, smashed him like 60 miles per hour of a truck. And Winnie the Pooh was knocked out for a few seconds. And he woke up. He like pushed the truck, like, mm, 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 like literally butt bumped the joint. Like, mm, mm, ah. and yeah, it was brutal. He killed. Did they kill him? How did they get away? Did somebody live? It was a bad movie. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't stay there. It is funny though. I, I would say, You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Don't watch it. Because I want to say maybe 45 minutes into the movie, I was looking at the time like, what's left? Like, it's a bad movie. Uh, but if you just want to be entertained by some gruesome, stupid, foolish-looking uh, Winnie the Pooh man in a mask, honey dripping down his face like a like a, a Bang Bros, uh, Gang Bang, Bukaki honey bath, I enjoy it. Terrible movie. But I like the premise. They had a good premise to it. Like the idea that Winnie the Pooh comes back and he's just, but you made him a half man bear. Explain that. I mean, they did, <laughs> but explain it better. Why is he a bear man? Why isn't he just a big bear? Why, why, or why isn't he like a bear man, but you grew up with friends that were like, you called, they were y'all buddies. Like they wasn't, toys and so they was actual people and you left them and then and then that is the we they came back with the mask and they maybe something but that movie was horrible i watched it just because it's winnie the pooh like it made a killer winnie the pooh movie oh my goodness check this movie out i loved it 
I mean, the more I sit around and I thought about this movie, I really enjoyed the movie. It's not a lot going on. It's almost like, uh, damn, I took it down, didn't I? It's almost like uh, a knock at the cabin. There's not a lot of action, but it's a good movie. Like, the, the talk, there's a conversation. It's, it's just stuff happening. So basically, the menu follows. Where, where's the guy at? Where he at? The guy right here with the he's cutting the the one sitting down is following him and this chick here. And he's basically taking her on this exclusive fine tasting of this chef. This guy, he's the Gordon Ramsay of Doomsday Kitchen. I, I don't know. So he has these very they take him to this private island, and it's everything is. Is, is nature and, and purity and we grow things the right way and we ferment and and the and the, the horses roam and the pigs fly and, and all that right so it's this perfect place of how to perfectly eat cook be one with the ocean with the earth it's it's this whole thing right <laughs> so they get in there uh when they enter, they're bringing people to cut the people in. They finding out that basically they don't need um, the woman that he's with isn't the woman that he had planned to bring. So that already throws the people off. Um, the the lady right here in the back corner with the white and black, she's the one that's like she runs everything. So when she finds out, basically she's not the woman that she's supposed to be. You can already feel the tension change because this is an exclusive list an exclusive opportunity to have this top-notch food that is just ridiculous it's mind-blowing it's 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 next level chef you know what i'm saying speaking of next level chef they come on tonight thursday my man master chef gordon ramsay love that show gotta watch this night but anywho so every story every meal has a story so he brings them all to this room they show them the quarters. They like everybody lives there. All the staff, the chef has his own back room. The cooks, they all live in one like hut. They're a family, but it's more like a military, right? So they're in there and they're they're talking, and the lady's telling them basically you can't take pictures of food, what you can't do, and this and that. And um uh it's just it's going to different people, they're having different conversations, different people. And eventually, the, the guy, the main guy him who's sitting down he loves this food he and he understands what he means when he puts these prophetic statement proclamation stories about how the food and this and makes this with the well balanced like he's he's on the same wavelength with him he loves this guy like he he loves the art of food I guess, right? But the girl doesn't. She doesn't get it. He's so into everything and she just doesn't get it. But it's like, still, you got to know where you are. Like, you're where she was wasn't the place, and you could tell it wasn't the place to be so uh, open with your criticism, right? So once the chef comes, the chef comes in, he claps his hands, and everybody's like, all his people stand up, like, and some, some, yeah, chef, like all, everything. So he's every time he brings a meal out, he's explaining a story. 
at first the story started all night. So yes, uh, bleed fly, da da da. Oh, and yes, and try this food here. And it's and they'd say, Oh my god, it's so clear, it's so pure. It's, it's like eating the water. It's like a they actually brought out a rock. It's like he takes the nature and he puts it in, it's like a rock on a plate, but it's I can't explain it. It's crazy. He brings out the second thing, and his place is known for this amazing bread. But he tells them, I will not give you any bread. So have your breadless platter. It's like dips, like little, you know how you get like a paint thing and it has like the little circles in it. It was like that, but like little paste of stuff. So they're like, are you serious? Like Nanny's starting, people paid a lot of money for the Nanny's starting to get a little upset. What the hell? Like what? They trying it. Oh, no. actually I can taste the acidity with the, 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 the tangerine, the, the, the nectar, all of that. Whatever that, the, the culinary conversation, my palate, all of that stuff, they were saying that. And some people were mad, like, yo, hey, lady, can you get me some bread? Like, and the lady's like, no. He's like, what? You know who we are? Like, do you know who we are? She said, yes, I know who you are. He's like, so you know that you could go and get me some bread and we won't tell nobody. And she's like, no. And he's like, what? And so she goes and says something to the dude ear, like, she said something gangster to him. In a way, it was, she was talking about food, but it was like some haunting whatever. So right then, you're starting to see, mm, mm, it's becoming a little extra. Actually, on the first, the second one, she, the woman was complaining that the, the, the sauce or something was broken. So he heard her. So he sent her a whole bowl, like a big whole thing of broken sauce, just to like, he was <laughs> he's an interesting guy. But he notices the girl. He knows that she's not supposed to be there. So he, like, takes her, like, hey, like, why don't you want to eat my food? Like, you're not eating. Because she's against the guy. The guy loves all the food. And she hates it. And he's just like, why aren't you eating? She was like, because I ain't really have an appetite. You know, so he's like, you're not supposed to be here. What's your name? She's like, Margo. He's like, you're not a Margo. I know Margo's. You're not a Margo. Who are you? He keeps trying to figure out, who are you? Who are you? Um. So eventually... What the, they, they bring out another guy who's supposed to be a student of his. And he's like, now this is starting to take a turn. Which one was first? Was it the, okay, the third one was they brought out tortillas, tacos. And each taco had like a laser printed image. On the images were like all this bad stuff. Like the dudes who was calling the lady over talking about give me some bread. They had, it was printed images of tax, fraud tax returns or they, they did some fraud stuff, but they had it printed on the taco. And they're like, what? Like, yo, what? Like, hold on. What? How'd they get this? You know what I'm saying? Like, the other one woman has a taco of her husband with another woman. She's like, hold on. Who is this woman? You know what I'm saying? He's like, what? Oh, oh this is this is fake. I, I. <laughs> they show it like it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, but it was different people had different things. When the tacos, people eating it. Oh my god! Oh, oh. the carne is so bountiful, blowing with with taste and fusion and all that. You know, people food is tripping. And so, like, some people just are very uncomfortable, and then there are some people that's like they loving it, right? So it's back and forth. Eventually, they end up bringing out a guy, and. Yeah, they brought out a guy, and he was telling him, this is when it started kind of, it was already taking a dive once it showed the, like, the bread was number one. 
because the people wanted the bread, no bread. Okay, then we're starting to go. Then you're showing people like stuff they're doing that they shouldn't be doing on their taco. Oh, now we're going, we're, we're here. Then they brought the guy out, a chef. He said, I brought him for here. He wrote me. He said, he was always inspired to be like me. He wanted to be taught by me, blah, blah, blah. I brought him out here. He's a really good chef, but he will never be great. Will you? No chef. And like the people just looking, he's like start tearing them down. Like, and the guy's starting to cry. You wonder why is he crying? I mean, I get it. He's tearing you down in front of everybody, but why are you crying? Do you want to be me? No, chef. So you don't want to live my life. No, chef. He's crying. And so I forgot. They all have like a name of the dinner and of the plate. And then they show it again, like how Master Chef, they explain what they have, and then they show the final plate, how it's made with all the so he ends up pulling out a gun. Bow! Blows his head off. Oh! 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 What just happened? That's why he was crying. He was about to kill himself. Oh! He fell. Like, they had something on the floor. that So it was like artwork. Like, they like died all on the perfect. They're like, whoa! What? Did you just kill him? What's going on? He's like, it's all a part of the menu. And so the lady's like, oh, this is so theatrical. This is so good. This is so good. They are just doing it. Oh, look at the, look. Oh, this, this is beautiful. All right. People like, oh, oh, you know. So <laughs> slightly after that, there's a lot of stuff. The girlfriend and the guy, they're button heads. Cause she's mad because they keep saying that this seat was supposed to be for somebody else, and she's there, and she's not interested in the food and the chef is looking at her he really doesn't like her well so you think he doesn't like her like so the guy basically tells her like yo you need to shut your mouth and, and since i paid for this for you to be here you need to shut like shut it and be respectful you acting like a child so she she doesn't like that whatever the case is at the same time the husband and the wife get into an argument some he ends up trying to no i think he said you know what f this i'm i'm ready to go he gets up, he tells his wife, put that food down, put it down, okay? Put that quiche down and the caviar. Let's go. And the people are like, uh, nah, where you going? So he's standing in front of Miss Chinese lady in the back right there. And she he basically tells her, like, yeah, we leaving. She says, No, you're not. He says, he tells his wife, look, I'ma handle this. And so the lady looks at him and says, You're gonna handle it. How are you gonna handle it? He's like, I guess he's distracted or talking, and so he's not responding to her. So she says, which hand were you going to use to handle it? He's like, what? He says, you're going to choose or I'm going to choose. He's like, huh? Okay, left hand, ring finger. They take him. He's like, oh, ah, ooh, ah. put him down, bring the knife. Ha-cha! Chopped off his finger, right? So he went to food. Oh, Lord. And the lady, the food critic, like Ego from Ratatouille, She's sitting there like, oh my God, look at the acting. They did all this for me. Like she was completely, she wasn't getting it right. So it turns out he ends up calling the boyfriend. He's like, man, come here. Why'd you come? He embarrassed. He, he, he said, you know what this is. You know what that is. We're so much like, right? He says, so cook for me now. So he cooks this terrible day, this terrible meal. And it was so bad that he ends up telling him to kill himself. But in the, in the, in the, Basically, at some point, he pulls the girl to the side. He tells her, everybody's going to die tonight. Everybody. That's the whole point of the menu. So 
he when he confronts the guy, he tells him, "What happened to your last chick? Because this chick's not supposed to be here." He says she broke up with me. He said, and so you hire her to come in her place, knowing that she was going to die tonight. He's like, yeah. So the girl slaps him and hit him in the face or whatever. And that's when he makes him cook. And then when he didn't cook well, he whispered in his ear something. I was like, watch, he about to go kill himself. So he was found hung. He ended up hanging himself. But of course, why would it even matter? Because you was going to die tonight anyway, right? So they get down to another, another jump where they basically tell all the people come outside. They tell the men, you... I'm going to give you an option to run away and 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 be free and flee. Um, he said, I'm going to give you an option to flee. But if you get caught and the guy took off running, right? So you never heard what the rest of us. So he said, I'm going to give you 45 seconds. The guys all ran. Uh, I'm a little bit out of order because the dude who hung, hung himself, that was before he told, they found out that, they was all going going to die. He said that. So, but I'm kind of out of order. It's, uh, but they ended up catching everybody, bringing them back. And the women were, the women were, well, they were eating something. I, I can't remember. Regardless of the fact, the girl was, she knew she was about to die, basically, because they was about to set this up to, to kill them. And she challenged him. She says, yo, I hate your food. I don't like your food. And I'm still, I'm hungry. And he was like, like, what? He was like, I didn't perfect. Like he, in his mind, he had created everything to, to the perfection of everybody to their liking that it was going to be, there's no, you, you'd be able to eat six courses without being full and stuff. So her telling him, I don't like your food and I'm still hungry. And you've taken the love out of food. And I don't think that you love cooking. I think you're obsessed with it. Like she challenged him. She said, I want you to make me. He said, so what So what do you want? She says, I just want a cheeseburger. And I don't mean one of these BS broken down uh, specialty cheeseburgers. I want you to make a good fashion cheeseburger. Because she has seen a picture. It's stuff I'm leaving out. But she's seen a picture of him as a kid making his first cheeseburger or something. So he goes in there and makes this cheeseburger that looks like torch fries all this stuff and um she comes she takes one bite she says wow that's really good she said but mm, my eyes are a little bigger than my stomach can i have a take home bag and he's looking at her like yeah he gets her a take home bag and he allows her to leave so now you think but he like she challenged him as a chef in a way i like the way that happened like it's, it was, you have to see it, but she challenged him and he actually, he wasn't obsessed anymore. Like in that moment when he was cooking, he it more was like, you could see like the love and passion while he was cooking. It was, it's interesting. Regardless of the fact, she gets away and he went through, I thought they was, everybody's going to get away now. No, he put chocolate, he put marshmallows on them. He put a chocolate hat on their head. He stood in the middle of the room. He called this last one the s'more, and he ended up setting the whole joint on fire and killing everybody in the house. As, you know, everybody died. After telling them to put their credit cards down and stuff, I'm like, you're not going to get the money. Who gets the paper? Everybody's dead. This, this, like the owners did, the chef, the whole <laughs> crew did. 
But ultimately, I really enjoyed the movie The Menu. I liked it. I like that. I like movies that make you think. It's just not always. Ah, push, push, push. Oh, I'm a pop, pop, pop. Sometimes you want. I like some other stuff. Give me something else. And I enjoyed that movie. You know, it's only so much sex and smoking and beating up a nigga. A man can take a day. Good lord. So um, that was cool. It was a little different. You just want to watch some of this. It's, I thought it was a. If, if you're not a slow paced person. Don't watch the movie. Don't do it. Okay? <laughs> I'm telling you beforehand, it's a slow-paced movie. Like Cabin, A Knock at the Cabin. slow pace, but it's good. All right. Um, so that's the reviews for today. Uh, oh, last, last one. So I'm trying to like you. I am. I am trying to like you. And I always give shows at least four episodes. And we're at episode four. It's on right now. I'm halfway through. But this has to be the slowest damn TV show I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. There is literally an hour episode, and there's like 15 minutes of action. The rest is like talking and conversation. And I'm trying to stick with it. I'm step. I'm trying. But after episode three, when they gave me that, that while it was a beautifully written love story, the, the, the big gay love story for the whole show episode, the whole episode was this big gay loving these men. I'm just trying to enjoy this show. Pick up some action. I do like that him and the girl, their relationship is getting... Uh, a little better, but I mean, we're 20 some minutes into the fourth episode and they're just starting to have some shootouts or 28 or something. So I'm hanging there. Hopefully it, it finally like whoop, picks up, you know, it came from the video game. If this is this game is born as a TV show. Good Lord, man. But, you know, if y'all like it, please tell me maybe it's something I'm missing. I've never played the game. I have no clue. I have no background knowledge to this movie. I mean, this TV show. But if you know that there's something about Last of Us that y'all know that I don't know, please let me know. You know my Facebook is at the bottom right. Oh, no, it's not. It's actually my name, Artis Gatlin. But you can you can go there. F.A. Hippies, uh, what's that one? IG. And how this P is Twitter. So if you got something to say or comment, let me know. Because I'm just trying to figure out why is the show so slow. Like, you make a video game movie i mean video game tv show and it's like one of the most boring things i've ever seen in my life and again i'm trying to stick with it but you know y'all already spent like two of the first first three episodes was already slow and then you have a third episode this this super love story that just took up the whole episode for a little bit of action and now i'm in episode four and I'm 20 some minutes into it, and we just finally getting into like some shooting. And there's 20 minutes left. And it's like, I normally give shows four episodes, but damn, this show gonna force me to watch this all the way through. And I'm gonna be very upset if it's, I watch it all the way through and it's not good. All right. <clears throat> so let's slide over here. I just wanna talk really quickly about my Lakers because they look good last night. Finally, when we're fully loaded, we look really good. If the team can stay healthy, 
Um, can we can make a push, man? Please. I'm just, you know, I think if we can get into the playoffs and be healthy in the playoffs, we're gonna be we can make noise. I don't think we're gonna go over Phoenix. I don't think we can go over. I mean, we could run with Boston. We was running with Boston without a decent team. I mean, our team was okay, but you know what I'm saying? We wasn't looking great. We was giving them trouble. We gave a lot of teams trouble with a bad team. Now we got guys who can shoot and create, and I think that if the Lakers can stay healthy, Anthony Davis, I think we could do something. So I'm not going to get too excited over one game, but they look good. Uh, they, the ball movement, uh, it, was, it was really nice, and that was the first game everybody together. So once I figured we got to play Golden State after the All-Star game, and then we start, we got we got uh, Memphis and OKC, and then it's time for the Lakers to put the foot down. Anthony Davis, bro, you need to just uh, wear double socks or something. Something to protect your feet and ankles. I don't know what's wrong. Drink more milk. What type of milk does he need to drink? What, goat milk? Bulls? What? What? Mama milk? His mama needs to get pregnant so he can drink the nipples? I don't know. But somebody get this man some calcium. All right. Enough of him. So I, I came across this picture of Tom Brady. I'm going to put it up really quickly because I don't like the picture. I just thought it was funny, and I can't believe Tom Brady posted this. But apparently it's a thirst trap picture. And I don't know if he was just trying to show off his new brand. This is like his brand of clothing or what. But this is Tom Brady posting for you ladies out there. Let me cover my eyes. That's Tommy. Did you see the hand? You see the hand? This, the hand block. <laughs> Tom Brady said he didn't know what the thirst trap. Let me tell you something. Tom Brady's slick. He's talking about he don't know what the thirst trap is. You've been in the social media game for way too long to act like you so old. You don't know what the thirst trap picture is. Yes, you did. Uh, I just thought that was funny. I'm happy Tom Brady finally retired. Tom Brady seems like he's not the tight ass that he always seemed to be in, in New England. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks. I'm not saying that as a slight. I'm just saying. Bill Belichick, was. he comes up to the podium. Uh, today's game was... Uh, you know, uh, we could play better or not. He has no personality. He's just like, like Bill. Do you love your wife? Yeah, you know, uh, I wouldn't be married to her for forty years if I didn't love her. Like he's one of them type of guys. He don't got give you nothing. Like, god damn, he probably when he orgasm. Oh, like that's why he. Oh, baby, like nothing. He gives you nothing. Mm, he probably just grunts. Mm. Ugh. Like, oh, you done? Yes pull up his pants and walk out like <laughs> this dude too formal so i'm glad tom brady although i'm upset with him for losing that beautiful brazilian model as a wife even though you know they're rich and elite they probably i heard she live across the street or right around the corner or something right here she lives next door or right here so it's gonna be a lot of like team smashing you know how they do it in the least they be having circle groups and oh that's a couple switch it's a couple swap and they probably getting nasty over there so they, they probably said look we gonna just lose the title and we're going to do us. And, uh, and I'm going to come over there twice a week. And I'm going to slap them cheeks. Yeah. Tom Brady shit. So, yeah. There go Tom Brady. Uh, I did hear that Takeoff said that uh, I had a picture of because I meant to put it up here. Takeoff. <laughs> Orlando Brown said Takeoff faked his death. And his real name is Aaron Dotson, a basketball player, right? So, if that was indeed true, right? This is one simple way to disprove it. Okay? How tall is takeoff? It's 5'10. 
He's 5'10". And Aaron Dodson, the basketball player, how how tall is he? Oh, he's 6'4". Okay, disproven. All right, end of that. So we're moving on. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there. He's putting that out there, you know, and it's not true. I don't think that's cool. This is a very sad story. Vontae Davis, they're from out here, uh, ex-NFL player. His brother played for the Redskins, uh, tight end Vernon Davis. And it's just sad to see this, man. How does this happen? Like, y'all was, he was in the NFL for many years. This Monte Davis, I think, is the one that retired in the middle of a football game a few years ago. Like, these guys get, like, what? Like, you know, all these hits to their head. Like, what happens, man? And where's his brother? Vernon Davis? Where's, like, where is he? Not to say, you know, it's his responsibility, but if I knew my brother was out there like that and I'm still good, no, nah, bro, we're going to work. We're going to get you over here. Unless, you know, he's completely refusing help. I keep saying Delonte West still out on the streets. It's just like, guys, y'all, how do y'all blow all those millions like that? Like, and what, what what did you do? You didn't invest in no property. You ain't just going to pay off a house and just have it. Like, it's yours. Like, they can't take it from you because you paid it off. No, y'all just bought jewelry. Y'all bought all this BS. It's nonsense. Like, we're not doing our youth any favors. I posted a video yesterday. The Kia boys. They keep dropping off cars right next to my damn car. Like, it's a parking that parking thing out there. And I came out last week, and I saw glass busted out and stuff thrown all in the street. And I ended up kind of looking and seeing there's this girl wallet in there and her ID. So I called and then, like, hey, I don't know if something happened to this girl, but this car is sitting out here. She's a, she has a Texas license, but her she, this is a Merlin car. I'm just like, you know. So then I talked to the police when he came. He's like, nah, it's the Kia boys. They've been breaking in. They've been doing this stuff out Greenbelt, College Park now. It seems like they started back up. We just arrested a lot of them. And it seems like another branch just kind of like came in. So then I come outside yesterday. And again, as soon as I'm walking down, I see I don't even have to walk up to the car this time. I see it the same right window, right back window, bust out, the stuff thrown around the street. I just called it in like, hey, the Kia boys hit again. Because, you know, they keep dropping the cars off in the neighborhood. Got to come check the joint out. You know what I'm saying? So if you drive a Kia or Honda or whatever it is, they are figuring out how to how to steal. You know, put a put a uh, put. We got to go back old school. Put that car wheel lock. My father still used that joint to this day. Who wheel lock? Like, you know what I'm saying? They stealing these cars and crashing your cars, man. It's like. I'd rather you have to just fix a broken window with my insurance than me have to get a whole new car. Um, and it's just sad, man. I sit here and I think about it. I'm like, you know, all in all times of life, the youth has always been wild. You know, stealing cars, robbing people, fights. I don't know. I don't know why now it just seems worse. It seems their motivations, the stuff that motivates, it's like it's all rooted in this. It's all rooted and what we're watching, and what we're listening to, and what we're hearing. It's all rooted in materialism. It's all rooted in attention. And it's like, where does it stop? Where? How do we get to a point where, where you can't see? The problem is, if these artists and these entertainment groups and these whatever made money off of telling these kids not to do the stuff, then they would do it. But there's no money in telling a good message. There's money in saying sex, drugs, and killing, and blah, 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 and let's post this. 
I'm sitting there watching Kennedy on TikTok. You remember when I'm 32. I'm born 1990. We never wanted to look stupid. Even to this day, you never wanted to look stupid. Kennedy is doing these ridiculous TikTok dances. And they just look stupid. They it's like it's like they're made for you to look dumb. Like everything is to dumb them down. Let's not teach them how to write cursive. Let's not give them homework. Let's it's like everything is to dumb us down a little bit. And Kennedy, I asked her, I said, so why? Why do you love like what what is the purpose? She says the purpose basically is to make stupid videos. Like be you supposed to look at stupid, whatever the dance was, some stupid goofy dance. And you're supposed to look at stupid. And when she said that, I was just like, so you purposely want to look stupid? We never did like that. We didn't grow up wanting to look stupid. Never once did you want to look stupid anywhere. And it's just like these kids, yo, I don't understand it. And it's not just the kids, because some of you grown-ass adults, too, which is really sad. But y'all put as much stock and emphasis into Snapchat filters and all this stuff. It's scary. It's scary. How did that pop up just for me smacking the damn table? It's scary. Like, it's ridiculous that my daughter was sitting there on camera changing her appearance, looking like making herself look more mature, change her hair color red. It didn't even look fake. All this stuff looked completely real. Like, why are y'all, why are we, who has taught us that we are so obsessed and putting all this energy and effort into the outward, the out, this, the outward, who cares about your outward appearance and all of this? Who are you as a person? You can look as pretty as you want. You'd be a shitty person with a shitty heart and nobody's going to give a damn about you. You walk around with your head stuck in the clouds and your ass out. Nobody's going to care. They just want to have sex with you and keep it pushing. Nobody's going to come home and bring you to mama. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. I don't get it from the, the young boys who just keep doing what the hell they're doing. Let's, let's, let's rob. Let's steal these cars. Bruh, seriously? Y'all, there's nothing nothing better for y'all to do. There's no... Like, we gotta... I don't know. We need to start putting out more um, like programs for the youth. Mechanics. Start these guys, young mechanics, 16. Something. We gotta do something to keep them busy. Idle hands do the devil work. Is that what they say? It's ridiculous. Or idle minds. Idle time. Idle time. It's something. Idle something does the devil something. Okay? We need to be busy. When you're sitting around not doing anything, and you just, because y'all so young smoking now. I didn't start till I was in fucking senior in high school, but y'all smoking at fucking seventh, eighth grade, ninth grade, and y'all just want to smoke, and y'all just want to just bullshit. Y'all want to make quick money. Y'all want to run down and, and rob. Y'all want to hack cards and y'all want to bank scheme we lived all that already bruh did it already it don't work and if it do work it's short term and the person that's eating isn't the person that's going to go down your ass will but the man who the, the money that went to he good it's just like i'm tired of seeing this cycle and then here's another group of another rappers and another group of female and male rappers who pushing the same agenda the same and i'm sorry but I don't understand who my daughter's supposed to look up to. Oh, she listened to all these Cardi. I try my best to keep her away from certain music. But the girl is going to do what the hell she wants. She lives with her mother. She comes here every other week, weekend, whatever, how we do it. And there's only so much I can do with the time I have. Like, I just don't get it. There's no good message, bro. And these kids are going down a super bad path. And as long as... As the money keeps coming in and the people getting paid, they're not going to give a damn because this doesn't affect them. 
you should take better care of your child. You should monitor what he's watching. Yeah, you're right. But at the same time, you hold a responsibility too. These entertainment companies and these people, y'all hold in a responsibility towards this shit too. Y'all know what you're doing, putting it out, putting all these shows out like Riverdale and teenagers having sex all through the show, smoking, drinking. Yeah, I mean, I knew people that did that, but it wasn't everybody. Not everybody was having sex, drinking, smoking, and doing all that stuff in high school. Like, why do you want to depict that lifestyle for children that's coming up? Like, kids that's coming up, you're depicting, you're glorifying it. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of the Snapchat, the falsifying your looks, the image crafting, the way that you can just sit there and be an 11-year-old girl and sitting in there and make yourself look 20-some years old, and you can put that out, and then all these creeps out here. Like, dog, I'm just, I don't get now. I don't like it. I don't want the technology. I don't want it. Y'all, matter of fact, we can take it back. Can we go back to 90? You can give me DSL dial up where everything is slower and you had to call me on my house phone because this shit right here, this radiating, pushing, we keep all in our face and we trying to figure out oh, why we always sick. We walking around with a fucking, fucking MRI beside our face all day. Like, I'm sick of this shit, yo. I hate fucking technology. I think it's ridiculous. I think we're going in the wrong direction. And it's going to end up replacing a lot of the stuff we do. And nobody cares because if it's faster, it's better. And it's not because you're realizing that people are losing their jobs because faster, because I don't want to stand in line and this self-checkout, you just cost 20 people their jobs or so. And it's shit like that. Like, we don't want to get up no more. Let's clap on the clapper. Oh, Siri, cut off my lights. Like, people just lazy. I just hate it. I hate it. Y'all blowing me so bad. I'm about to go do some. I'm about to go work out right now. Like, I'm about to go go. I'm about to go downstairs just to cut on the light and cut it back off and then come back upstairs. Just like, bruh, I don't get people. So, eh, I had to put that out there. It's just annoying. I don't like the Snapchat. I don't like the social media. I don't like the overexposure. I don't like that everybody's putting their ass tits and all their business and news and information out. And everybody got something to say. And everybody feel like they're fucking, they're the next uh, 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 Oprah Winfrey. And it's just everybody's mean-spirited and niggas are ignorant and it's always somebody fighting and it's always somebody getting shot and it's always people promoting the drug and then you leaned all over oh and this person died from a drug overdose oh my god why did that happen but then you promote drug super drug uses oh my goodness oh another person another rapper's murdered today oh my god why did that happen well the guy keep rapping about how he in the streets and he gang bang all day it's just annoying you see that that's called insanity, my niggas. Insanity. There's no change in the black fucking community. So while you're wondering why we ain't going nowhere, it's because we ain't fucking trying to. Fuck out of here. I'm done. I was in a good mood. Now I'm done. Talk to y'all later. I'm about to go see that man. Fucking assholes. Smoke.